Uh, it me? is. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. I don't know what mic you're using, but you might be pretty. I don't know. Whatever. Make sure you're on the right mic. Uh, it is my time Thursday, uh, August fifth. It's one ten p.m. here. So what is it? Six six ten p.m. Eastern time. Um. I think I kind of found a better spot to do this so I don't have this nasty humming in the background. But um, with that being said, uh, we'll just roll right into it. So we watched the last UFC fight. Uh, I don't remember. It was fight night. Um, God bless. Who's the main event? It was uh, Uriah Hall and Sean Strickland. Uh, that was a great fight. I only got to watch the main fights. I don't even think I watched all of them just because of time reasons and uh, trying to stream them uh, totally legally. Thank you, Dana White. Fuck you. And, uh, but yeah, so Sean Strickland, Uriah Hall, that was a great fight. I definitely kind of wanted to see Sean Strickland run his mouth a little bit. But overall, what would you think of the card? Um, It was a good card despite no name value really on much of the card at all. Um. If you just watch, even the prelim fights are pretty good. Um, even though there were a lot of decisions on the prelims, but once you get the main yeah. card, I think for the most part they were all finishes except for the the uh, main event. You've got a little bit of background noise. I don't know if that's anything in the background. It might just be the computer. I'm again, folks at home listening to this. I'm running this off of some uh, some great government free Wi-Fi, so it might not be the best thing in the world, but yeah, no, I, th- I kind of agree with you, I think it was a little bit of a no-name card, um, but I mean, it turned out there were some good fights, I, I think, I don't know who ended up getting fight of the night, I think Cheyenne Buys definitely deserved fight of the night, that was a phenomenal, phenomenal well, they knockout. Didn't give, uh, they didn't give a fight of the night out, they just gave performance, four performance bonuses out, um, Cheyenne Baez got one of the $50,000 bonuses. Um, Melsic Bagdasarian, the, uh, what is he? Armenian, I, I think he is. He got a fight, okay. a, a fight bonus, but I don't know who the other ones were. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I only watched probably four, maybe five of the fights. I can't even remember. Um, only a couple of them really stuck out to me. Um, like I said, the Sean Strickland fight was awesome. You could definitely tell Sean Strickland was friends with Uriah Hall because in the other Sean Strickland fight, he just fucking bitches people out the whole fight. Yeah, I believe um, they used to train together um, or have trained together at some point. Yeah, I actually just watched his after uh, his uh, post-press conference after the fight, and uh, they used to train together. They're actually pretty good friends from what it, he made it sound like. Um, but that guy's interesting. Listening to him talk, Sean Strickland, he... Uh, he doesn't really follow the UFC at all. Like, he doesn't know anybody in the top 10. And they're like, yeah, you might be ranked number 8 after this fight, which I think he's ranked number 6 now. Is that right? No, I don't think so. Um, well, regardless, he's like, oh, that's cool. They're like, who do you want to fight? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't really know anybody in the top 10. He's like, he, he had a friend, I think, who was ranked in the top 10. And he's like, I don't want to fight him. He's like, there's well, Israel Adesanya is the only name I know. <laughs> I'm sure he knows everybody in the top 10. He's probably just playing... Um, because you're not, he's looking at other, he's getting offers for fights and getting, looking at people to fight. So he knows people that are in the top 10. He's probably just playing, but. 
I so can't I, imagine I he wouldn't. I don't know if this is official. He might official, not know everybody. But... Yeah. I don't know if this is official or not. I think he signed to fight Luke Rockhold in Madison Square Garden, UFC 268. Um, I saw that Dana White offered Luke Rockhold to fight against Sean Strickland. I don't, don't think anything's official yet, but I think Luke said that he's actually going to take the fight. Um, there's an interview Luke did that I was looking at watching. I just didn't have time to watch it, but uh, that would definitely be an interesting fight. I think Luke would probably win that fight. Um, I don't. I disagree. I don't know. Luke Rockhold's Luke, 36. He hasn't won a fight since 2017. Yeah, but he's also his last two fights, I believe, were at light heavyweight, the division up. Um, uh-huh, it was. And he's only fought the top guys. He hasn't fought anybody that's not like a top three guy in any division. I, gr- I hear you, and I understand that. I just think that he hasn't won a fight since 2017. Yes, he lost at light heavyweight. He lost two fights, but... I don't know. I mean, he's 36 now. He hasn't fought for since 2018, so he's been out for a long time. I just, I don't know if he can come back and do that. And Sean Strickland's a dog. I mean, Sean Strickland's not a guy that you can come in and lackadaisically take a fight in. I'm no, not that he's lackadaisically going to do it. If you just watch the Uriah Hall fight, Uriah Hall threw one head kick, and the head kick landed pretty cleanly. Um, if you threw more of those... Strickland probably would have been in trouble. Luke Rockhold has some deadly head kicks, like some of the most dangerous question mark kicks I've seen. And also, if he's able to get the fight to the ground at all, Luke Rockhold has some incredible ground games, some incredible jiu-jitsu. I think, Sean, I think Strickland's a little underrated with his ground game. I think he's a he's a dog on the ground, too. I don't yeah, think but he's, he's not. Luke Rockhold is one of the top guys in that weight class on the was, ground. Um, was. No, he is. He hasn't lost that, really. The only thing he's really lost is his chin. But if he can use his kicks effectively to keep range, and he's going to have more range than Strickland, I think, um, he should be able to I just do think, it. But I think it's hard to say he, he has or hadn't lost anything. You haven't really seen him fight since 2018, and then he only fought once, and, before, and he lost. And then before that, he fought once in 2017, and he lost. So it's like there's a lot of questions that are come up with that dude. But... Regardless, that's a good that's a good fight. I'd like to see that fight. Um, there's obviously a lot of a lot of uh, rumors swirling the Justin uh, uh, Gaethje Michael Chandler fight. That's well, that's already. I been think booked. that's going to happen. It's I don't already think it's been, been signed. It's booked. been signed. I think it's a verbal agreement, but I think that'll definitely happen. No, it's already um, been signed. They just have not found a venue yet. They normally put the November card at Madison Square Garden. Um, so they signed that been, fight, and it was Colby Covington's also fighting on the November cards. That's shaping up yeah, to be a so good fight. Right um, now, what the card looks like is Kamara Usman versus uh, Colby Covington as the headliner, and then probably Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler, Michael Chandler as the co-main, and then Luke Rockhold and Sean Strickland if that fight takes. But I think the Justin Gaethje Michael Chandler fight is going to end up at Madison Square Garden. That's what it looks like from what I've I've done a yeah, little bit of research into that. Normally, the November card, which Colby's fighting on, which Colby's already headlining the November card, is the Madison Square Garden card. The only issue is Michael Chandler and Justin Gaethje. Even though Justin Gaethje hasn't said anything publicly really yet, but Michael Chandler just said uh, that he's not like. New York just released their vaccine mandates, 
that you have to be vaccinated in New York City to go into any entertainment venue, gym, or restaurant or anything. And Michael Chandler said he's not vaccinated and he won't be vaccinated by November 8th or 7th or whatever day it is. Um, so I think the UFC is not going to have a Madison Square Garden card in November unless that mandate changes. Because Dana White's also said that he's not going to mandate fighters get vaccinated. So that's yeah, going to we'll throw see. a wrench in some I, I think. I think that that'll get resolved. I don't think that'll be an issue. I mean, I understand where everybody is politically and everything and everything going on in the world. I just think that that that'll get resolved on its own, whether he gets vaccinated or they make an exception. But um, either way, the November 6th card is going to be crazy. If all, if those three guys are on that card, you can only imagine how crazy that event's going to be. Um, but looking forward to uh, next week is UFC 265. I don't, I'm not crazy about the card. It looks okay. Derek Lewis and Cyril Gain, that's how you pronounce his first name, are fighting. It'll be a good fight. Nothing crazy. And then the co-main is uh, Jose Aldo and Pedro Munez. Like I said, I'm not crazy about the card. So but, if you look down, if you go all the way down to um, the Ed Herman fight, Alonzo Menifield fight, it's going to be a good fight. That's at light heavyweight. Somebody's probably going to get knocked out there. Um, in the Bobby Green fight, Bobby Green's always fun to watch fight. I'm actually shocked that he's the underdog pretty significantly against Raphael, whoever the fuck his name is. Um <laughs> I don't know. That'll be a fun fight. Bobby Green's always good to watch, and he's pretty. He's got a pretty solid game everywhere. Um, I think fight of the night potentially is Song Yudong and Casey Kenny. Yeah, that's gonna be a fight to watch. Um, yeah, Casey Kenny obviously just lost a decision to Dominic Cruz well, so and Song Yudong. Casey Kenny just Song Yudong just lost to uh, Kyler Phillip. Yes. Philip Kyler. Kyler Phillip. Why can't yeah. I get that right right now? But anyway, whoever I, I, I hate saying that. I just we just watched him fight. He's a great guy. Liked watching him fight. And now I don't remember how his name is. But uh, yeah, Song Yudong just lost the decision to him. Casey Kenny just lost the decision to Dominic Cruz. Both those are were great fights. Both those guys are really young guys too. And um, I think that it's gonna be a dog fight. Yeah, uh, Song Yudong so is a better for. striker, and Casey Kenny is a much better wrestler. So it's uh, definitely an interesting matchup. Tisha Torres, Angela Hill, that'll probably be a good fight, but it's nothing that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and then the next three fights, the last three fights on the card are going to be really good. The Michael Chiesa-Vincente Luque fight is going to be a pretty good fight. Michael Chiesa is a really strong wrestler. Vincente Luque the, is he the Scottish guy? if he can't get it down. Hmm? Is he the Scottish guy? He's not Scottish. He's a announcer part-time for the UFC sometimes. Why can I not remember? He looks like the Scottish guy, and I can't remember who yeah, that is. Yeah, you're thinking but... of uh, Paul Craig, I think. Yes, yes, that's who I'm thinking of. Anyway, sorry, he just looked like him. But, uh, yeah, Jose Aldo, Pedro Munez. I think Pedro Munez walks away with that. I think, I don't know, I think Jose Aldo gets the victory there um, because he's. I think he's faster than Pedro Munez, even though he's older. Um he might not have the same power as Pedro, but he's going to be much quicker and he's going to utilize kicks more than Pedro. Pedro's probably got a little bit better ground game than Jose, so it'll it'll be a good fight for sure. I think that's the fight that gets fight of the night. 
Um, I don't know. I think I think old Josie's a little old. But what's crazy to me is the UFC released Eddie Alvarez, and they haven't released Jose Aldo. No, I think Eddie Alvarez, I think, asked for his release years ago. Is that what happened? I'm pretty sure he did. Um, hmm. I just I think know, it's crazy but Eddie Alvarez, go. Like, they, they pretty much let Eddie Alvarez go in his prime. Like, yeah, even though he was the UFC champion when Conor beat him, he wasn't even really in his prime then. But um, obviously he's failed to win the title at one a couple times now but he's still yeah, one of the top 155 pounders in the world he'll probably i think he'll end up winning the title there eventually and he lost be, a fight off of a bullshit bullshit yeah. call to the back of the head but then also if he wins the one championship he will have won the bellator light uh lightweight the ufc lightweight and the one lightweight championship so that'd be pretty impressive yeah. and then ben uh, the Askren was the only fight. other person who tried to do that one it didn't go well. Yeah, Ben Askren, you know, the one who shall not be named. Hmm. Not allowed to talk but, about him anymore. But uh, Derek Lewis, be, Cyril uh, Gain. The main event has the ability to be pretty good. Um, but if you watch how Cyril Gain fought, uh, Cyril Gain when he fought Jairzinho Rosenstruck, he really just point fought him because he didn't want to get caught with the power. I feel like that's what he's going to do to Derek Lewis. He might think like that Derek he can Lewis take Derek him. Lewis down and wrestle him, but Derek Lewis is uh, hes not a great wrestler, but he usually just stands up if you take him down. That's usually his defense. <laughs> um, What's funny is, like, people who know nothing about fighting, so, like, a step below me and you. <laughs> um, it's funny if, like, when people watch fights, like, I don't understand why these people don't stand up. Like, they don't understand how difficult it is to, like, strictly muscle yourself and just stand up. They're like, why don't yeah. they just stand up? Like, just pick him up. Well, Derek Lewis is that guy. Derek Lewis yeah, is that guy. He's like, well, why don't they just stand up? He's like, why don't I yep. just stand up? And he just stands up. <laughs> like, like so Derek Lewis. And I think one of my favorite quotes from him, and it's not even an official quote because I, I don't know, I don't have it laying here in front of me, but where he's talking about like, if he wins the championship, the UFC should just quit because he has little to no skill. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like the quote where he where he knocked Alexander Volkov out in like the last couple seconds of their fight that he was getting killed in, and when he's getting interviewed by uh, Joe Rogan, he said, "Yeah, President Trump gave me a call beforehand. He said you better go knock this Russian motherfucker out. He's making us look bad." <laughs> yeah, Derek Lewis is. Uh, I think that guy's fucking hilarious. He cracks me up. But yeah. Uh, so I think it'll be an interesting fight. I think Derek Lewis is going to press Cyril Gaon and not let him point fight. Um, and Cyril Gaon might try for takedowns, but they probably won't work out. And he's gonna, Cyril Gaon's obviously the more technical all-around fighter. I think everybody in the heavyweight division is compared to Derek Lewis. But Derek Lewis oh, yeah, is absolutely. Uh, nothing to be taken light. So you, There's all the things going around, all the jokes right now going on on Facebook about that fight where it's like, Cyril Gaon is, you know, uh, uh, supposed to win that fight, like, under, like, he's, like, under, like, 400, and it's, like, yeah, Cyril Gaon, like, is way more technical, his skill set's way better, Derek Lewis wins by KO in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's, that's pretty, pretty much, much how, how everybody's Derek thinking Lewis to go goes. down. Yeah. Now, the only thing is, Cyril Gaon's gonna be better conditioned, so if he can drag Derek Lewis into five rounds at the end of, like, towards round four or five, Derek Lewis is gonna be really tired, and that's where Cyril Gaon could get a TKO. 
but yeah if if anybody on here is newer to the ufc and you're trying to trying to find like entertaining people to watch Derek lewis like i can't say enough like find him on every social media platform look at all his posts and pre-fight interviews i mean the guy is fucking hilarious outside of being a, an animal in the cage um yeah he's fucking yep. hilarious that one the one where he's with uh doing i think it was a pre-fight interview and uh dc was on the seat and, and dc's like someone one of the announcers like i want to know what you have against dc and dc's like i want to know what you have against me too and he's like picks up the mic popeyes. he's like yeah you you disrespected that popeyes chicken in that commercial <laughs> it's funny as shit the guy's hilarious yeah. but uh yeah, Derek that's, Lewis, that's uh, why he's exciting also, if he gets a knockout in this fight, he'll have, I believe he'll have the UFC record for the most knockouts in the UFC of any weight class. Um, yeah. Um, let's also, you know, kind of staying on the uh, the heavyweight topic, uh, Stipe Miocic, I feel like he's kind of getting shafted in all this. Yeah, he's getting, well, he's getting screwed because they made this an interim championship. This shouldn't be an interim championship. Because Dana White has even said that Stipe is going to fight for the belt after Nganu fights whoever the fuck he's fighting. Um, but right, now, how do you do if, that when you now, now have an if, interim belt? Yeah, now if they have an interim belt and then they make Nganu fight Cyril Gaon or Derek Lewis when he right. was supposed to fight John Jones, but then he fights John Jones after that. And then Stipe's been told that he's just going to get a title fight back, which he should because he's probably the best heavyweight there's been skill-wise all around, even though he got knocked out by uh, Nganu. Stipe's getting screwed out of it, and he's not happy, and he shouldn't be. Um, No, I agree. I think Stipe's totally getting shafted. uh, He's the best heavyweight, period. End of sentence. Even if he loses the next three fights in a row and quits, he will go down as the best heavyweight champion until somebody can, can outdo what he did. I mean, yeah. the guy defended the belt how many times? I don't even know how many times. I think it was but like the guy defended, four times, but then he it was went like four, and won it back four or five again. times. Right. And he's just been so dominant, period. And he's not somebody that you would look at and say, that guy, like you look at Francis Naganyu and go, yeah, that guy obviously is, is champion worthy. You know, you look at, at Derek Lewis and say, yeah, heavyweight, yeah, the guy's an animal. Stipe Miocic is a big dude, don't get me wrong, but he's not somebody that you really look at and you're intimidated by. You know, now knowing what he's done, absolutely, Stipe, please don't fucking find me in my sleep. You know, <laughs> we're both firemen. Don't kill me, please. But um, yeah, he's not somebody that you, I don't know, that you view as like an intimidating character, probably because you see him on social media joking around and, and he's a funny guy to be around, whatever. But like Francis Naganyu, terrified of him. Derek Lewis, terrified of him. Even Cyril Gaon terrified of that guy like well, they Cyril all Gaon would be an interesting Cyril Gaon would probably be a bad matchup for Stipe because Cyril Gaon's much younger Cyril Gaon's got the he's not as good of a boxer as Stipe but he's got the technical striking skills plus kicking and then he's got some good wrestling too so Stipe, that would be a really tough fight for Stipe just because Stipe is older um yeah but I Derek think Lewis is an easier fight still. for Stipe I think Stipe is still in his prime I don't know. He's almost he's thirty seven years old, thirty eight. But he's okay, old. look at Jan Blo I can't pronounce this guy's last Jan name. The Polish Blahovich, is that how you pronounce it? Jan Blahovich. Look at that guy. He's in his prime right now. He's old as fuck. Well not old as fuck. He's about as old as Stipe. Yeah. And he's but in Stipe's his prime. been like, at the top for a while now. Stipe's been but at that's the top what I'm saying. for like he's the last been at the five, top, six and I, years. I, 
and he's still in his prime. That's what I'm saying. I think he's still in his prime. I don't think he's at the twilight. I don't know. So they might do Stipe versus the winner of this fight and just transfer the interim championship over. Um, that wouldn't be a bad gig. Uh, but I, just think I don't know why the UFC is the UFC is dead set on Jones and Ngannou, but to me, Jones and Miocic is just as more, if not more, of an inter- like I get the appeal between Jones and Ngannou, but Jones and Stipe is more interesting to me because it's a technical fight that's going to be an insane fight to watch. And I agree. I think that John Jones going into heavyweight in general is an interesting thing, but I don't think it's a belt worthy thing. I think that's kind of disrespectful to these guys who have been no, sitting there working at the belt. I think he can go straight into a title fight because he's the most decorated UFC champion ever. Yeah, but essentially, but he's not. So, but he's not in the heavy. He's not. Yeah, it, but he's it doesn't not in matter because class. he's so dominant and because the heavyweight uh, class is so thin overall like there's it is a weak division i think he could walk straight in Derek lewis has already had a title fight right Cyril okay, gone so has only me, had let me this ask is you like, this let me ask this you is, this yeah go so uh uh francis naganu fights um it, I, I don't even know fights anybody F- say he fights the winner of this interim cha- the interim yeah, belt okay. how, it, how it should go if it's interim belt yeah right so he fights whoever the winner's interim belt he Went, or he loses that fight. So he's no longer the champion. There's no longer an interim belt. Francis Ngannou is no longer at the top. Does Francis Ngannou fight John Jones? No. Does he fight Stipe Miocic? Or does he fight for the belt again? Francis Ngannou, if he lost to... So say... I think, for whatever reason, I think Derek Lewis is going to win, even though he's a massive underdog, um, which he should be just because of the technical abilities. But... I agree. If Derek Lewis Derek wins, wins and it's Ngannou versus Lewis again, I think Lewis might actually win that fight because Ngannou's not trying to take Lewis possible. down. And if you watch Ngannou's power shots, like, yeah, he might be able to hit the heavy bag more technically now, but in a fight when he fights, he still windmills his power shots, and it's kind of ridiculous that he's so untechnical. Derek Lewis will come right in with an uppercut and freeze him just like he did to Curtis Blades. So... I think Lewis wins that fight, and then I think um, I don't think John Jones wants to fight Derek Lewis, and that's not that interesting of a fight to me. So I think Stipe would probably get that, and then we'd get Stipe Jones. Um, Jones is not fighting anybody that's Francis. not for the title. I think the people want to see Francis Ngannou versus John Jones. I think that the people could care less about who has the belt during that fight. I think that's just a fight people want to see. I think that's like a similarity to a Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier fight. People could care less about the belt. They wanted to see Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, but it has it has a little less to it because Ngannou's not... Because Ngannou's not technical, if Ngannou doesn't have the belt and he's shown that he can be beat by now Stipe with the wrestling and somebody else if he gets knocked out or something, it, that fight loses a lot to it, especially if he doesn't have the belt. John, I don't think and so. By Ellie. the way, it's not going to happen because John Jones isn't going to fight anybody that's not for the belt. He's going to walk straight into a title fight. Dana White said he is. That's just how that's going to go. Yeah, but John Jones wants all this money. I think the money fight is with Francis Ngannou. No, I, I think the I'm money saying... stuff, I think they've got figured out because um, Jones decided to finally hire a decent manager, and that's why you've had, heard radio silence. And the only reason he hasn't been making waves right now is because he's worried about bulking up to get in the heavyweight division. Which is smart because you can't go in there with less that much less power. 
Um, I can see John Jones taking the fight with Naganyu regardless of the belt. And I think if he if wins... If the money's and, there, he will. But I think that's where the money is. I don't think the money is going to be there for a fight against Derek Lewis. I think the more there'll be more money with Stipe, not more than Francis, but you know. So he, I, I could see John Jones and and Stipe Miocic um, take that fight. I don't know if I just misspoke and said Francis, but I could see John Jones and Stipe Miocic t- uh, fighting. You know, I, I could see there being some money there, but I think the biggest money fight for John Jones going into heavyweight is against Francis Ngannou strictly because of the hype that surrounds Ngannou's power versus the skill set of John Jones because that's what's so interesting to this yeah, is John and, Jones. But that's what that's what I'm saying. If Ngannou loses to the winner of Lewis in or Ngann, um, if he loses that fight, he's already proven that he can't win a wrestling match. Stipe killed him in a wrestling match right. in their first fight. Jones has good wrestling. If he gets beat in a different way on a decision by striking or just getting knocked out, it's going to take a lot away from that fight versus Jones because we've now seen him lose pretty much both ways that are pretty big ways to lose in the UFC. And Jones is really well-rounded in both of those uh, disciplines. So it takes a lot away from it if he loses the title that way. Now, if he fights Stipe again and he gets... Uh, he loses by a decision via wrestling again. That doesn't take as much away from Jones and Ganu. But if he loses any other way, it's going to take a lot away from that fight. So that's why I don't think Jones takes it if it's not for the belt. Plus, Jones really just wants he wants the money, but he also wants the belt. He's a little egomaniac, and the belt oh, yeah. is going to feed into that for sure. I so. think that Jones has to prove himself first as a heavyweight. I, that's why I'm saying I don't know. Because that, that's a big jump to make. I mean, Israel Adesanya, I think, proved, I, I think, showed how difficult that jump is to go Yeah, but he didn't prove classes. anything. He walked straight into a title fight at light heavyweight, which is not and as weak of smothered. a division as heavyweight. And right. he also didn't do what John Jones did at middleweight, right? He only defended the middleweight yeah, but, belt like three But I think times. it was fair to say, I think it's still fair to say that Izzy is probably one of the most dominant, uh, dominant guys in his weight class, period. I think he's probably going to lose to Robert Whitaker in their next fight. I think Whitaker is going to make the proper adjustments. Whitaker is one of the best. So if Whitaker doesn't beat Adesanya, Whitaker is the number two um, middleweight fighter of all time, right? Robert Whitaker is insanely good, even though he doesn't look like That weight class is good. There's a lot of, right now is the prime of the UFC, I think. There's a lot of fucking phenomenal names in each weight class right now. I just think that Izzy is one of the all-time greats for that weight class. And I think he showed that going up a weight class is a is a big struggle. It's a big deal. And it, as smooth and as fluid and as, as near perfect as Izzy makes himself look in all of his middleweight fights, Jan Blahovich smothered him the whole fight. Yeah. Well, people underestimated Jan Blahovich's ability to fight a technical fight because at light heavyweight, normally the fighters aren't that technical. But Leon well, so, Blahovich so has but, really good kickboxing, and he's got the power. The issue with Izzy is Izzy didn't bother to... Izzy went in there at the same frame that he fights at middleweight, and that's a 15-pound jump. No, it's a 20-pound jump know. up to light heavyweight. So that was the biggest issue with that. So um, I, my ultimate Jones point isn't with doing this, though, that. I know, but my ultimate point is that regardless, ifs, ands, and buts, nobody's seen John Jones fight at heavyweight. I think that it would be, it would be ignorant to say to assume he's going to come in and be dominant as a heavyweight 
this is a new game to him. This yeah, is a so new the game. only way that he comes in and doesn't fight for a title is if he comes in and gets a tune-up fight against a heavyweight fighter that is obvious that he's going to get a victory against, which in the top five, think... there's nobody like that. And so he's going to right. walk straight into a title fight because Dana's already promised it, and that's what people want to see. Well, so we'll that's see. Like what's I said, happen. I think people want to see Naganyu and Jones. I think that's what people want to see, but we're going to yeah. find out. But if Naganyu we'll loses, see... nobody wants, people are not going to want to see that as much. So we'll have to see how that plays out as time goes on, because the closer we get to that, all of that stuff coming to uh, light, I'm sure things will change and other things will drop down. Um, especially because Dana White's a bitch. Uh, I just wanted to say Dana White's a bitch. I really had no reason to. Um, anyway, so yeah, this next fight, like I said, my my highlight fights, the two highlight fights for me is Song Yudong, Casey Kenny, and then Derek Lewis, Cyril Gain. What are your two highlight fights for this next card? Um, well, definitely. Well, let me look at it again because I'm not even going to say that the Cyril Gaon fight is like a highlight fight. The Jose Aldo-Pedro Munoz fight is going to be really good. And then I'm probably going to say the Bobby Green-Rafael Fazayev fight is going to be pretty good. Just because I like Bobby so, Green. I like watching him fight. Um, he always comes to fight. It doesn't matter who he fights, and it looks like he's a pretty decent underdog, so he's going to have to fight. So that's going to be a good fight, I think. And then Jose Aldo, Pedro Munoz, I think, gets fight of the night. Well, we will find out on Saturday, maybe Sunday for me. i got to see what times everything's going to be coming on over here in the Middle East. Other than that, I don't have anything left for this week. What do you got? I don't have anything. I don't have anything, so uh, we will cut it here, and then uh, hopefully we'll be back with you guys next Thursday, give or take a day, depending on how everything plays out, more or less on my end. But uh, other than that, we'll see you all later. Bye.